So, hey, folks, welcome to the third podcast of uh, this is uh, what's the name of the show? It's not this week in baseball. It's I bleed pinstripes, though. I miss uh, this week in baseball. Uh, please let me know, too, because it used to be my favorite show for the last like 30, 40 years. Um, always on Saturdays, but uh, no longer. I, I can't remember the show that they have uh, taking over now on the Fox channel. But uh, hopefully maybe we can find some of those online or something. But great show. Best intro music ever. And uh, with a little Mel Allen. Anyway, uh, my name's Sumo, and uh, I'm here to talk Yankee baseball. Uh, just a few notes up top from what I'm hearing. Uh, I should uh, probably do this. I don't think I've done it the first few episodes. But if you want to get in touch with us, which we would love, we want some feedback, uh, we have a Facebook page, and you can get uh, to us at I Bleed Pinstripes. Just look, Google that, find it on Facebook. Uh, you can send us a message there, post it on our wall. We also have a Gmail account. That's uh, at sumo, S-U-M-O, at gmail.com. And we have a Twitter handle, I Bleed Pinstripe. No S, amazingly. Um, so that's how you can get in touch with us. Um, anyway, it's, uh, it was a good week for the Yanks. Uh, it was a strange week, and since I last talked to you, I think uh, I think I talked to you last week before the Arizona series. So the Yankees have gone five and three since then. Um, they took two out of three, and I'm recording this on the what is today? Today is the 24th of April. So the Yankees are about to play right now, actually, as we speak. I'll uh, try to give you some updates as we go on, even though you probably won't hear this until tomorrow or the next day. Um, I do hope to do this uh, a lot more regularly as I have a little bit more free time on my hands. So I think we'll be able to get a better schedule going. But uh, the Yankees, uh, since I last talked to you, have gone five and three, uh, took two out of three from Arizona at home and then went up to Toronto and took two out of three there. And uh, in the first two games in Tampa so far split the two. Uh, and uh, tonight it's Andy Pettit. I forgot who's, I think Cobb is going for Tampa Bay. Uh, and the Yankees, you know, look to win another series. And again, that's what you want to do. Just keep on winning series. It's early. Uh, the Yankees are looking good and playing really above their heads, maybe to some people. Uh, but to me, I, I'm just happy. And, they're, you know, they've become a very scrappy, scrappy team. Uh, also, the music that you'll hear in this episode, uh, I think there's some Miles Davis and some Coltrane uh, in the background. And uh, I guess the theme this week is uh, 50s, 60s, bebop, jazz. And uh, we hope you like it. Baseball was great in the 50s and 60s. And uh, so let's get into it. Uh, first game against Arizona. Not so great to see the D-bags. It brings up some bad memories. Uh, and yes, I did call them D-bags. <laughs> no offense to any Arizona fans. Uh, you know, they're really good and whatever. But um but we start out on, uh, let me find my notes, uh, on Jackie Robinson Day, which is a great day. Everybody's wearing 42, and the Yankees didn't play on Monday, so they elected it to wear their 42 as well as Arizona on Tuesday night. And it's great to just see all the 42s. And uh, there's going to be a lot of four twos in this uh, recap. Um, it was a big game for Ivan Nova. He uh, having a tough, uh, tough time at it right now. But uh, he gave the Yankees five innings, had a really long first inning. I think he threw almost 30 to 40 pitches in that first inning, but hand, ha hanged in there and uh, gave up seven hits, two runs. So he kept the team in the ball game. Um, and the bullpen came in, and uh, they did their job. Logan, Chamberlain, Robertson, Rivera. Um, that day it was uh, Cano, two for four, three RBIs. Always plays huge on Jackie Robinson Day. Uh, Uke, two for four, and half two for four. Um, 
big moment in this game was, I guess, after the third inning when the Yankees played uh, Sweet Caroline. And some fans, I guess, uh, sort of heard on the street, uh, some fans didn't really know what was going on, but uh, they had mentioned it a few times that the Yankees would be doing that, and it was a really nice touch, a little tip of the cap to Boston and uh, what they've been going through up there. Um, so it was really nice to see. And uh, I remember Boston fans singing New York, New York after 9-11, and that was really, gives you chills. Um, was, you know, whether I like the song or not, it gives you chills, and it's a nice, nice touch, you know. It's just baseball. And uh, even though, you know, I, I hate all the teams in New England, I do love the people up there and I love the city up there. Um, anyway, the Yankees won the game 4-2. Uh, to two, And uh, like I said, 2-4 for four for Cano, you can have. So a lot of 2-4s. for fours. Um, You know, Nova struggled, but uh, he kept it in there. He, you know, he, I think he was so solid in those from innings 2-4 to four, and the fifth inning was okay. But, uh, you know, you look at him and obviously his first year when he came up won 16 games and you know what he can do, but it, right now he's he's really fighting through it. Um, so the Yankees took the first game, and then uh, the next day they won again, four to three. This time, CC uh, going eight innings, three runs, six hits, six Ks. Um, big game for him. He gave up three early runs in the first inning, but uh, held the Diamondbacks the rest of the way. And uh, that's what you want from your ace to hold it down. Keep uh, keep the game close, and the Yankees fought back. And um, Travis Hafner with a big go-ahead home run, first pitch he saw, um, but also a big two-out hit for Gardner. Uh, I believe in the seventh inning. I could be wrong, but uh, Gardner big two-out hit, bases loaded, ties the ball game up at three. And like I said, Hafner in the bottom of the eighth with a pinch hit, go-ahead home run. Uh, also in that game, Francisco Ben Francisco finally got a hit, and he actually started the rally when the Yankees tied it up for three. Um, and, uh, you know, that guy really has not been doing too much, and it's probably the first guy to go down when somebody gets back because he is just, you know. I, and I guess it'll be weird because if uh, Teixeira comes back before Granderson, um, you know, they might keep him around only because he plays the outfield, but I don't even think he's played the outfield yet. And uh, right now he's not really doing anything, and it amazes me that the Yankees don't have a better right-hander somewhere in the minor league systems to bring up. And, you know, this guy's just so, you know, not going to kill the guy, but as far as his baseball skills right now, not bringing it to the table. And, uh, you know, and to his defense, he hasn't played that much. And, um, you know, they haven't really seen a lot of lefties, so we'll see what happens. Um Yankees had a chance to uh, finish off the sweep, but uh, on Thursday they lost six to two. Um, Yankees tied it up late on a go ahead uh, tying home run by uh, Francisco Cervelli, and uh, what a great beginning of the season he's had. Uh, still batting over 300, I think as we speak right now, and uh, he's just been really doing a fine job. But uh, tied the game up with a home run. And I think out of, uh, I can't remember how many home runs he's hit, but most of his home runs are either tying home runs or go-ahead home runs. I remember him hitting a big home run in 2009 when the Yankees were sort of waffling a little bit. And, uh, and down in Atlanta hit a grand slam home run and really got the team going. Guy is feisty and has just been great so far this year. Hopefully he keeps it up. Um, but uh, after tying it up, uh, the Yankees... Uh, went scoreless for and the Diamondbacks went scoreless for a few innings and then in the 12 Phelps came undone and gave up four runs uh, Hughes did pitch well that game and in his first really good start of the year seven innings six hits two runs and six K's and you want to see that from Hughesy um, we right now have three solid starters but if we can make it four 
that's awesome. Not too many other teams have that. Uh, and hopefully when Nova gets his stuff going, we'll have him too. So, and then, uh, yeah, that was the series there, and uh, good to see the Diamondbacks leave. But uh, they're a, they're a good team. They're a good team. They got some good pitching. Miley was really tremendous in the game uh, against CC. That guy's got a lot of no hit uh, no hit stuff. Um, but yet, after the Diamondbacks, the Yankees uh, went up to uh, on a crazy Friday in America. The Yankees were in Canada to face the the new look Blue Jays. Uh, obviously, hurting and not playing as well as they would like to. But uh, the Yankees, uh, in a weird day, because obviously the manhunt was going on in Boston and uh, didn't get to watch most of this game. But the Yankees won it 9-4. to four, uh, And it was a good homecoming for uh, Vernon Wells, 2-5, for five, two home runs. Sorry, sorry, two runs, two RBIs, and a home run. And also for Lyle Overbay, he played there for a while, 1-5 for five, uh, home run. Uh, Servi, again, 2-3. for three. Cano, 3-5, three for five, RBI and a run. Hafner, 2-5, two, two RBIs, a 9-4 win. Uh, Pettit was back after some back spasm. He went 7-2-3. Six hits, three runs, five Ks, 3-0. And, uh, you know, you couldn't ask for anything more. Probably the, the easiest win the Yankees have had all year. Uh, one that you really could actually go and watch something else. And obviously there was something else to watch on TV that night. Um and uh, thank God they, they got that guy. Uh, um, anyway, Saturday, uh, which was a gorgeous day here in New York, and actually was out in Williamsburg. So followed a lot of this game on my phone. But the Yankees won this one, five three in extras. Uh, Kuroda again, brilliant, seven and a third, three hits, one run. Um, but a blown save late in the eighth inning by Robertson. Um, who uh, I think it was three nothing, and they gave up three runs there. But uh, the bullpen holds it down. After that, Jabba, Logan, Kelly gets the win, and Rivera, uh, an error in the, I believe it was uh, the eleventh or the twelfth, uh, throwing error got the Yankees two runs and the win. And uh, so that was that. There really on that game, but uh, really Kuroda just been brilliant. The guy's real pleasure to watch. Reminds me a lot of. Uh, David Wells. David Wells was like watching a lava lamp pitch. He just zone out and watch that blubber go. But Kuroda's just, he's just sort of like, his balls have just been so low and he's just keeping the ball down. And that's what you obviously want to do. Um, and like I said, the bullpen was great. Three innings, two hits, three Ks. Kelly actually got a couple big outs there. And uh, he's done a better job coming out of the bullpen. And the bullpen's been, you know, it's been okay. Um, Rivera is, is Rivera. Uh, Robertson, you know, had a hiccup, and later I'll, he uh, does make a good appearance later in the week and holds it down. But uh, yeah, the bullpen's, uh, you know, it's still early, so they, I don't think they're really fully in their rhythm yet. Um, but uh, Kelly is probably would be the first to go because Adam Warren has actually pitched very well coming out of the bullpen. Uh, Wells went three for five. Uh, again, good homecoming for him. Two runs and an RBI and a home run. Gardner two for six. Uh, Uke got pulled in this game and actually hasn't played since. Um, with a bit of stiffness in his back, so uh, he's pretty much been day to day. But he has not played the last five uh, was it five games now, four games. So uh, we'll look at that. Hopefully, you know you want him playing every day, and you know. But Jason Nix has done a good job backing him up. Uh, Sunday, the Yankees looking for the sweep. And uh, they had the lead there, but uh, again, Nova did not pitch well. Um, he, uh, no, it wasn't Nova that day, was it? 
you know, I don't have it in my notes. But uh, I guess I didn't want to remember that game. <laughs> the Yankees had an 8-4 lead, and uh, they lost it, and they blew it. Well, a bad note job on me. I'm not going to really go back and look at it. I can't remember who started that game or finished that game. I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, we'll go back to Monday. Anyway, the Yankees uh, took two out of three. Again, you, you got to be happy with two out of three. Uh, Monday, they were in Tampa. Where they lost five to one. Uh, CC uh, gave up four runs early. Uh, it seems to be that he's given up a lot of runs early. Um, but uh, he did fight in this game. And uh, as an ace, he did not hurt the bullpen. Um, CC went seven in this one. And uh, it, his velocity was up. I don't really care too much about velocity. If you can pitch, you, you're going to get major leaguers out. And uh, that's what he did in this game. After that first inning, uh, he gave up another home run. But uh, he, he, did fought, he did fight hard in this one, and I like that. Um, but nobody's going to beat Matt Moore. Uh, the kid is good. He's 4-0. Eight innings, two hits, nine Ks. The only two hits that the Yankees even had was Cano, who's 2-4, for four, who's just been a monster. I mean, he's certainly playing great. Um, and then Tuesday night, a really spunky Yankee win. They won it for three Hughes. Uh, another seven innings, six hits, two runs, six Ks. I think it's almost the exact same line that he had in his last game. Uh, Robertson with the win and uh, a good bounce back game for him. Like I said, I was going to mention uh, one inning, two Ks, Cano two for four. Oop, I forgot Rivera did have the save in that game. He did give up a leadoff home run, but the next three batters went down like nothing. Um, and the bottom of the order, big time, Ichiro, two for four. Uh, home uh, run, two RBIs. He's now batting 225, but he came into the game batting 200. So a couple more hits, and you know your average is good. That's what April's so great. It's you know you can be batting 100, but you have two great games. You're batting over 300. So uh, he's looked good the last few days, and uh, I'm certainly not down on him. You know uh, he'll he'll be fine. Uh, and Jason Nix, two for four, and you know filling in. Nix has also got his average up to 200. So it's good to get over 200. But he's playing a little more now that. Uh, the uh, big man, the bald man, Euclid is out. Um, I'm still pissed that I can't remember who pitched on Sunday, and I don't know why I can't remember that. It's so weird. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, let's see. Anyway, uh, I did have a thought. You know, uh, a lot of people have been uh, crying for uh, Russell Martin, and I love Russell when he was here. But when you look at his numbers last year, I mean, he got a lot of home runs, and he's a good feisty guy. But you know. Chris Stewart and uh, Francisco Cervelli have done great. Uh, right now, Russell Martin's bat, nine, batting 9 for 47 so far with a home run and two, two RBIs, while Cervelli is batting 310, two home runs and seven RBIs, and Stewart 286, a home run and RBIs. I'll take that. <laughs> you know, they call good games, they're good defensive catchers, and uh, that's all you can ask for. Um, also, Vernon Wells. Boy, it's amazing when you don't see a guy play every day. You don't really get a feel for him. And uh, Vernon Wells is just like, I'm just like, I love this guy. <laughs> Plays hard. Seems to be always laughing. Um, Blue Jay fans were giving him a lot of crap. And uh, after he made a really tremendous catch, uh, I believe it was Sunday, crashing into the wall. And he just tips his cap to the uh, Blue Jays fans. And uh, I guess somebody... Uh, one of the Blue Jays fans said to him, you know, you got all that money. Why don't you give a little to Lyle Overbay? And he just turned around and said, oh, Overbay and I are not that good friends. <laughs> so he's he's been really good, and it's been fun watching him. And hopefully, you know, just hope that it keeps going on. But, again, all the big story so far has got to be 
you know, the pitching has been solid. I think it's starting to to round out. I mean, when you've got the big three of Pettit, Kuroda, and CeCe, it's a good basis to be on. If Hughes is always going to give you seven innings, you know, those are going to be wins, going to keep you in game. Those are going to be wins, and it's going to keep you in games. And that's all you want your starters to do. And hopefully the bullpen will settle down. Everybody's had a little bit of thing here. Uh, Logan has been better lately. Uh, even Jabba has been better lately. And Kelly has gotten some big outs in Toronto. Uh, Rivera is, is, is Rivera. <laughs> You can't ask anything else of that guy. Um, and Robertson, you know, did have a bad game, but bounced back, and you like to see that. Um, who else in the book? Uh, Adam Warren. I mean, the guy's been silent, but uh, he comes out, does his job. Phelps has had a little problem, which is surprising, because we really haven't seen that. He gave up uh, big runs in the, was it uh, the, uh, the Sunday game? Oh, no, against Arizona in the extra innings. Gave up a lot of runs, and then uh, a couple nights ago, gave up a couple hits, so... You know, got to get him back uh, straight now because I love that kid. Um, anyway, I mean, you know, the Yankees, like I said, last eight games, five and three. You got to take that. Definitely got to take that. I'll take that over an eight game period for the rest of the year and we'll be in good shape. And nobody's running away with the division. Uh, the Sox are 13 and seven and they're playing great and they look like they'll be here all year. And the Yankees are game and a half back as we speak at 11 and eight. Baltimore hanging out. You know, they're a good team, 12 and nine. Tampa uh, 9-11 and Toronto 9-13. So five games in the division, really. Um, and just looking at the rest of the standings, I guess, you know, Kansas City 10-7 and and Minnesota 9-8. and You know, it's early, but that's that's good for Minnesota. Nobody would have thought they would even be 9-8. and um, Cleveland 8-11. and So Chicago 8-12, not really expecting that. Um, Oakland picking it right back up where they left off. And L.A. kind of picking it up where they left off last year. Uh, to start the season, and uh, we'll see about them. Um, Houston, seven and fourteen. I, I think they take that <laughs> right now. Um, but Atlanta off to a hot start, and uh, the Nats, you know, ten and eleven, five games out, um, and Philadelphia nine and twelve. So, you know, and Miami probably the worst team in baseball at five and sixteen, already ten out. Um, and the NL Central looks to be tight with uh, the. Top four teams, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and Pittsburgh, which all within a game and a half. And then you got Colorado, surprising, 14-7. and seven. They got a lot of boppers there, but the Giants aren't going anywhere. They're 11-8. and eight. And the Dodgers struggling, 9-10. and 10. Um, So those L.A. teams, they made a lot of noise, but uh, they have not really... Uh, they have not really brought it to the table yet, and we'll see. And I know uh, the Dodgers just lost Chad Billingsley, so that's got to hurt. And they lost... Um, oh, what's his name? Ah. Oh. Grinky a couple weeks ago in that fight, so you know they are hurting right now, and uh, they're really going to start to. Have, and I know Kemp hasn't even really started to get hot yet, so um, they're going to have to get it going. Or you know, you, you don't want to fall behind too far early in the year, and that's why it's nice to see that the Yankees are eleven and eight. Um, it looks like Teixeira won't be back uh, May first. I guess look for more May fifteenth for him. Uh, obviously, I don't know. I think the the Jeter story broke. I can't even believe I ever mentioned that. But Jeter has a small fracture again, and uh, in his foot, and so you know we might not see the captain till after the All Star game. And uh, you know I just hope he's a hundred percent ready to go, and to have him for the stretch run would be fantastic. Um, obviously, that opens it up for Nunez. And he's got to step it up because he's really not hitting that. He hasn't hit that well. And usually that has been his thing is that he's 
pretty solid hitter. His fielding is the one that's usually not so hot, but uh, so far his fielding's been great. He's not hitting. I think he'll turn it around. We hope he'll turn it around. Um, but besides that, um, it's been a good season so far, and uh, it's gonna—it's a rough and tough season. Nobody's really blowing away anybody, and this season is gonna be like this all year. There's gonna be a lot of close games, and I, I don't think the Yankees have been really blown out yet. But they—they're uh, in a lot of tight games, and they're starting to do a lot of little things, which is good to see. Uh, last night's game—they were very aggressive on the base paths. I think they stole three or four bases, moving the runners, a lot of hit and running. Um, big play by Ichiro last night. Uh, moving from first to third, you got to do those things, you know. And they are actually hitting home runs, leading the league in home runs. But you know, the difference between the last year's team and this year's team is that they can do little things, and that they're a little bit, they're a bit scrappier. And uh, it looks like their pitching is going to keep them in things. So, and that's what's going to win it for you. Um, as I look at my notes, I thought of the only thing that I I wanted to touch on, and. Thanks for your. We did get a few uh, emails and uh, comments from people, and so far people seem to like what I'm doing. Um, and we hope to expand the show more. I'd like to do more things. Um, thinking of doing, uh, sort of looking back to find out like where my favorite players have gone. Uh, maybe like look at the '85, '86 Yankees. Those are some good teams that I loved. Winfield, Mattingly, Don Baylor, maybe Claudel Washington. You know, I'd love to know what Claudel Washington is up to these days haven't seen him in forever um but those were my yankees wrong uh obviously ron gidry we've and mattingly we still know what they're up to uh, you know see mattingly with the dodgers and uh, we'll actually see him in june oh i hope to get tickets for that that's going to be great um but I, I was thinking of where do people were wondering where do i get some of my information from um and uh, I actually, the Loha, the Lower Hudson, I think it's the Lower Hudson paper in Westchester, has the best Yankee blog. It's done by their writers, and uh, it's just, you know, they give you the uh, starting lineups, they give you the post and pregame notes, uh, they give you any, any up-to-date, any up-to-the-minute Yankee news. I think it's the best source for Yankee stuff. Um, the MLB Network. I not only love the Yankees, but I love Major League Baseball. I just love baseball. If I'm walking through the park and I see like a Little League game, I'll stop and watch for a few innings just because it's baseball. It's just, there's nothing better in the world. Um, and the MLB network was made for people like me. And it's great to just turn it on, especially at night or, you know, obviously when there's a lot of games going on because they do a lot of live look ins. They really keep you on top of stuff. Uh, I love the commentators. Um, you know, I don't hate any of them. Uh, I actually even love the show Intentional Talk with uh, Kevin Millar and Chris Rose, who I hated both of those guys for the longest time. But as they came together, for some reason, it just makes a great show. And if you haven't seen Godheem, you should check that out. It's a really good segment. Um, also, uh, I love Vin Scully. Anything Vin Scully does, I'm on board with. Uh, ESPN New York, which I didn't think was going to be that good, but they have a really good Yankee blog that they follow. Uh, the only thing I hate is that Wally Matthews, who I believe used to write for The Post. He's the worst writer, and I just hate his outlook and the way he looks at things. It's not up my up my style, but he, you know, every once in a while he'll have a good article. But it's a good another good source. Very it rivals the um, Low Hud for. And when I mean Lohud, L-O-H-U-D. Also, the New York Times. Love the Times. They have, if you just want to find out news and information, 
you know, not with a lot of opinion in your writing. That's the place where I go. Um, great stories all week, and it's just fabulous. Uh, I used to I grew up reading the Daily News, read the Daily News for like 30 plus years. Um, and the last few years, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but uh, I've just gravitated to the Times and they great sports writers. Um, and obviously, Jack Curry, who does the uh, Yankee Post and pregame, is uh, also from the Times. And I believe Buster only used to write for the Times. So great lineage over there. And you can't go wrong with those guys. Um, also, I wanted to note about, which I thought is great, uh, Mariano Rivera's farewell tour is the best thing ever. If you get a chance, he's already done it in Cleveland, and he's done it in Detroit. In Detroit, they gave him a plaque with uh, photos of him in both Tiger Stadium and in Comerica Park, as well as dirt from both stadiums. But Mariano was like, well, this is not just all I want to do. I don't want to just get plaques and everything. He wanted to meet the people who we don't all get to see like fans or people that work at the stadium and he's had these little sit downs with people in Cleveland he got to meet the, the guy that pounds the drum uh, I think his name's Dave Adams I could be wrong I know I think his last name is definitely Adams but he got to meet that guy and just it's such a great Mariano Rivera is just the greatest and uh, seems to be the most humblest guy and uh, you know my dream definitely for the end of the season and if you're a Yankee fan it's got to be him on that mound you know 2013 that would just be what a way to go out and to leave the game um yeah folks so that is uh i think the podcast i hope to do this more regularly like i said i have more free time on my hands so i hope to do this more regularly i like to get this more out on like a you know on a sunday or two or, or monday monday would be ideal and do it from monday to sunday and follow those games uh want to do more stuff um, you know, play more music. And when I mean more stuff, I mean like more content, maybe do like a top 10 list. Uh, people have, uh, friend Bill has told, you know, said it's, this show's gotta be more than just me giving recaps or it's gotta, you know, I gotta have a little something else to it. And, uh, I hope I can do that. And I hope that you keep listening. Um, it's really an enjoyment for me. Um, I must admit I'm very self-conscious about doing it. So, it's hard for me actually to listen to it, um, but people say it's good, so I hope it is. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot again to my producer, Jason Hatfield. He is the greatest and the best, and he really pushes me. Uh, I don't think I've ever done anything three times, and uh, uh, yeah, happy to do it. Um, anyway, this has been I Bleed Pinstripes, and uh, maybe I will we'll do another one on Sunday after that, after the Yankees weekend, because the Yankees do come back home for i believe it's uh six games seven games i would think let me look at the schedule here i got the uh calendar at calendar day so i've got the uh let's see the yankees have got four games with toronto and then houston the astros come in for three. Oh, this is a bigger so that's seven it's a 10 game homestand uh houston comes in for three and then oakland for three so that should be entertaining. The Houston Astros. It's uh, not a team you really want to see, uh, but hopefully the Yankees can uh, fatten up there uh, and just, again, keep winning series. And uh, anyway, guys, I hope to see you around. Uh, let's talk, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye.
This has been a presentation of Hatfield Digital.